Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We begin a new simin, a new chalik. We begin a new machzor of Dirshu Mishnarura here at the first Seder Beis Medrash. Yudgimel Adar Aleph Toshin Pei Beis, February 14th, 2022. We are in, once again, Chalik Aleph. Simin Aleph, Hilchus Hanagas Adam Babaiker. And before we begin, I want to just express my Akaras Atoyev to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for allowing me to share these words of the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, the Mishnah and others with you. And Mitzvah we should always to learn Mitchilavat Soi from beginning to end of all six Chalakim once again. Amen. We begin here, and Mechavah tells us, Yizgaber Kari Lamuid Baboyker Lavoydes Boyroy. person should get up like a lion, Lamuid Baboyker, to stand in the morning, Lavoydes Boyroy, to serve his Creator. That he should awaken the dawn. Now, let's understand a few things over here. Number one, why are we starting with a mushal over here to get up like a lion? If you look in Bena Bachai, Parshas Vayakel, in a few weeks, two weeks, Mr. Shem, so you'll see, Rabbi Bachai explains that we are made of a hybrid of a goof and a shama. There's the goof and there's the seichel. In order for the seichel, and the goof to work together, we have to speak the languages that we can relate to. So the goof can understand what a lion is. The seichel has to incorporate that reality, get up like a lion. So we start this whole entire shulchan aruch, with the, the tour who brings from the Mishnah in Perki Avis, Yehuda Mintem, Oz Kanom, Rekal Kanesha, Gibor Kari, Gibor, be strong like a lion, because we know the lion is the king of the jungle. So be a king, be a king over who? Be a king over yourself, over the Eight Sahara. One more point in this, why like a lion? Because the Shari Tshuva on the top, not the Shari Tshuva, Musa Rabbi Yoyna, the Shari Tshuva on the top of the Sefer over here, he brings and he says that the Gemara tells us that when in the Yuma Daf Samech test, when they dive in the Akadosh Baruch Hu should destroy the Eight Sahara of Odezara, a lion, a fire lion comes shot out from the Kodesh Kadosh. And basically the Eight Sahara is referred to as this this Ari, this lion. He is very strong. So we want to be Nizgaber, we want to be overpowering that Yeit Sahara. Now, let's take a look over here in this is what man was created for. Man was created to serve HaKadosh Baruch Everything is called by my name and I created it for my glory. Therefore, we are here to serve Hashem. And even if a person will be persuaded by the Yitzhara and say, how can you get up in the morning? It's so cold outside. Or in the summertime, because they used to go to sleep when the sun sets and wake up when the sun rises. So in the wintertime, the sun would set earlier. So it's not a question of getting enough sleep. They definitely got enough sleep then. But guess what? The Yitzhara says, I have another tactic. And that's called, oh, it's too cold outside. So therefore, that's what the Yitzhara will tell a person in the wintertime. It's too cold. Stay in the warm blankets. In the summertime, you go to sleep later at night, 
sunrise is early, sunset is early, is a long daytime, so the Yitzhak doesn't say you didn't sleep enough. So stay in bed, stay in your warm bed and, and get some more sleep. That's what the Mishra explains, the Mechavah is telling us, overpower the Yitzhahara and don't listen to him. Now he's going to create a dimyon, a, a like marshal for us to have in our mind. And by the way, I mentioned this last night in the shir as well, Baruch Hashem, another a tremendous Akaras to Hashem, I am here today as opposed to in jury duty, and I called up the phone number and I didn't have to go. Okay, I see Samach's that big smile on the screen there. That's why I like to see your face. Okay, so, so why am I saying the now middle of this year here? Because a person should imagine if he has to go to a melech, malchi, amlach, and makadosh baruch. Excuse me, you have to go to a melech, you have to go to a king, you have to go to jury duty. You're going to be there on time, especially when they have a big red. If you don't come to jury duty, you'll be thrown in jail, throw away the key, they're going to lose it forever. Every other thing they try to, you know what I'm talking about? It's not a scared living daylight at you, and it works, it scared me. <laughs> so, now, back inside. If you had to go serve a king of flesh and blood, how quickly you would go to be there early in the morning to get up early to prepare yourself to serve the king. Even more so. It's an expression of saying how much more so to the greatest degree. When we're coming to serve, we have to realize, I'm coming to serve my Creator. How we serve Hashem? Tefillah is Avoidah. says the Gemara. In Tainus, that base, which is the Avoidah Ask the Gemara in Tainus, have you The Kuzari says the most difficult Nisayin you have a whole entire day is that of what? As Davening Shmoyna Esrei with Kavana. That's the most challenging thing a person has. That's a void of yet to serve Hashem. Now, how do you do that? With preparation. With preparation means you come to Davin on time, you you Davin a Sukkot Zimra, and you have built yourself up all the way, all the way up to Ishmaena Esrei. Sivkot and Beis, Shiyehu Ma'ayre Shachar. The person should wake up to dawn. The Shlokasav Soi. The Shlokasav brings now Lechaber Yoyim V'Leid L'Betayir V'Tfilah to connect day and night with Tayir and Tfilah. Both in the morning and the evening. In other words, the times that day and night changes. So when you have sunset to to sunrise and sunrise to sunset, that's what it means, Baker and Erev. By us, before a person goes to sleep at night, to either learn before he goes to sleep, or you say the Psukim of Krishma Alamita, and then when you wake up, Try to learn in the morning early as well. That's what he's referring to in the Gaya to us. Now the Mishra comes into the discussion of Nitil Sadaim, Nagel Vasar, washing your hands in the morning because when we sleep at night, our Nishama, part of it, goes up to Shemayim. And then when we wake up, the Nishama comes back, all of it. And however, there is this tumma, this impurity that rests on our fingers. So in order to remove that impurity, even if you don't want to get out of bed, you don't have to get out of bed. It's, it's uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. Diving is not till 7.30. Well, you don't have to get out of bed. But if you're lying in bed, he says here, you should still wash Nagelvatser. Because you don't want to sit in your bed, even if you just want to sit and think and whatever you might want to do. You should take off the impurity first. 
this tumor. So therefore, what do you do? Even though you're still lying in bed. Even more so, you should not go more than dollar amas without netilas yadayim. And you should be very careful with this. Now he's going to bring a Zayar Kaddish. And the Zayar Kaddish is very machmer with this. When I say machmer, machmer has a wrong connotation. Machmer means, oh, he's strict and this one's lenient. The Mishrus bring down, the approach is that a person should keep the water by his bed and to make sure not to walk more than Dalat Amas without washing his hands. Nagel Vasser. There's a tremendous punishment a person who doesn't wash his hands, he walks more than Dalit Amaskihuma because he is keeping on his fingers, on his hands, this ruach, this spirit of impurity. However, a person should not transgress any iser because of the lack of Nitilo Sedaim. Now what is he referring to? referring to two things. He first he says Two things. Number one. Let's say a person has to go to the bathroom and he didn't have water to wash his hands. So if a person has to use the bathroom and he doesn't, he has to urinate and he doesn't. So now this person is being transgressing So don't make yourself an abomination of holding himself back. He has to find water. No, that's incorrect. Use the facilities. Use the restroom. Another example, I, I find this interesting, maybe it's referring to a dorm room, I'm not sure exactly what the scenario might have been, but Ruvain washes Negelvasser by his bed. Shimon washes Negelvasser by his bed. Shimon goes to sleep and forgets to get his Negelvasser. So what does he do? He wakes up in the morning, he takes Shimon's, he takes Ruvain's. So that's what he says here, keep going. He says, that don't steal his water. That's gzela. Don't steal his water. You want to be uh, uh, doing the midst of the best way, so you steal his water. That's absurd. Unless you know that you'll be able to fill up his water before he wakes up, and then he concludes on this point. That the Mishnah brings down here. He says that there are those who make a mistake with this. They make a mistake. They take someone else's water. Oh, I did the mitzvah. And it's Gzela. Sounds absurd. He's bringing this down. Now, I want to point out, he's also talking about historically a time period, which water was much more difficult. We have to appreciate that we just turn the faucet and then the water goes on. They had to go down to the well, carry the water back. And you know whose job this was? This was the little girls, by the way. These were the jobs of the, of the seven, eight-year-old girls because the seven, eight-year-old boys were out doing harder physical labor. And the girls would carry those heavy, the, I don't know what it's called, that wood around the, the over your head, on your neck, and then the two buckets on the side. And this is what they told when they went to... Uh, uh, the yoke. The yoke, the yoke. You know, it's, it's a good way to start the morning with the yoke, right? <laughs> so so this is what they told me when I went to one of these places. They show you how they lived in the old days. And and the tour guide said, this was the job of the seven, eight-year-old girls. Because the boys, the little boys like this, were doing even harder labor. And of course, the man was even more, even more, right? Wow. So, so uh, that's that's why you, like, the whole discussion of taking water, this and that. We go to the sink, fill up the water. Okay, Baruch Hashem, it's very easy for us. <laughs> now, the Mishruz and the scenario as follows: the water is at a distance from you. The water is at a distance from you, okay? And you don't know, you don't have anybody to bring it closer to you. 
Now, he says like this. You have two options. Either option number one, you go less than Dalit Amos at a time. Because the Gemara Shabbos, Kofnun Gimel tells us, if you're walking less than Dalit Amos at a time, it's not called, it's not considered to be Halich. Oh, yeah. So maybe if I walk less than Dalit Amos, we're told, don't keep this tumor, this impurity on you, because then you will, um, don't walk more than Dalit Amos at a time. So then I'm walking less than Dalit Amos. So then eventually I get to that water, I'll wash my hands. That's one approach. The other approach is no, go quicker, run faster. Then that's how you should get your, the, the what's it called? The water. So he says, If it turns out that the water is far away from you, and there's no one there to bring it to you, you have Bali Nefesh, and this is a term he uses a few times throughout the Sefer, Bali Nefesh, the concern with the Nefesh, that they will walk less than Pachas, less than Dalit Amos at a time. Because like we said, it's not considered to be walking Dalit Amos, so you're not keeping the impurity on your hands for, for, for Dalit Amos. However, the Shari Shuba on the top of the page writes, because of a Shari Shuba the Shari Shuba says that's totally incorrect. Now you don't have to go to the top page, I'm just saying the source where it's found on that on the top. So he says, he's quoting the Shavchuvan. It's better you should go quickly, you should go quickly, and not to keep the this impurity, this tumma, the spiritual schmutz on your hands. Okay, now he says further in the Mishra Yesh Aimrim, Del Inan Zamin and Kolo Beisa Kedalat Amas Dami. The Mishra brings now a lenient approach. A lenient approach. What's a lenient approach? A lenient approach is that the whole house is considered to be like four Amas. Just confuses me. And he's going to tell us one should only rely on this at a time of emergency. So one should not rely on this as a lichad chila. The whole house is like four amas. However, do not rely on this unless it's a shasat chak. You're traveling somewhere, you don't have the water, or a person should prepare the water by his bed. Another scenario, a person wakes up that he, and he doesn't have the water next to him, he makes up middle night, doesn't have the water to wash his hands to remove this impurity. <coughs> Nonetheless, he should not transgress any iser, he should not transgress any iser because of this. Um, rather, and, and, and he should not, like Mavatal Devi Torah, he should not say, oh, I can't wash my hands, so I can't learn Torah. Yes, you should wash your hands. If you can't wash your hands, yes, you should learn Torah. Until the day wakes up. What's now, what, what does the day wake up have to do with anything? So, I'm suggesting here that once again, we're talking historically in that time period, that at night in those days, they didn't have street lights. They had some torches, perhaps, but it usually was pitch black. To go down to the well to get the water to the river was very difficult at night. You can't see anything. So that's why he's saying 
that you would wait. He says, when, you, when the day, when the sun rises, the water doesn't just appear. It's a matter of the day, the sun coming up, and now you can go get the water. But wash with whatever little water you might have. Or clean your hands in any way that you can wipe your hands on the table, on your pants, and something that can clean your hands. And then, and you make the bracha, and you learn correctly like you're supposed to, Gemara and Paiskin. So here we see an attitude we have to have to learn Gemara and Paiskin, as he says right here. We now go to the top of the page, back to the Ramah, and the Ramah tells us as follows: Hago, first Ramah and all of Arachayim v'Alkopanim lo yaacher zman atilu shatzibes palin. Quoting the Torah, the Ramah tells us a person should not miss out on the time of davening b'tzibor with a minion. In other words, even though, as we'll see in the Mishnah, it might be still zman tfila. But we have to appreciate and understand the importance of davening with a minion. Hainu, Sif Kot and Gimel, three lines down in the Mishnah Rura. Even though the Zman Tfilo, Afa Pishulo Yavar Zman Tfilo, even though the Zman Tfilo will, will not pass, we call Mokai Mitzvah Imat Sibar. There's a Mitzvah Imat Sibar. There's a Mitzvah with a Sibar. Though Davin with a Sibar. Then he says, take a look later on, the end of Sif Kot and Tess. Now we begin a very important general yisoid of Yiddishkeit, of placing Hashem in front of us at all times. And the Ramad says as follows, Shavisi Hashem summit. I place Hashem in front of me at all times. These are the words of David HaMelech. To which the Ramad says, It's a very important rule in the Torah, and it's the ways of the tzaddikim, now one should not say, oh, the tzaddikim, who am I? Little me, I'm not a tzaddik. No, that's incorrect. This Ramah is written for every single one of us, every single yin in Klai Yisrael, that we should all aspire to reach these levels. Like he said in the Mishnah earlier, that a person's behavior and his actions are not the same when he's by himself in this house as opposed to when he's in front of a great king. And his speech and the way he talks to people is not the same when he's with his own friends or when he's descending in front of a king. I know many years ago, I had the schus to eat by my Shashiva many times on Shabbos. And it's a different type of soda. If you want someone to pass you the soda. So you don't, you don't just say, can you pass the soda? You, you, you would say it quieter. Can you pass the soda? You would say it. You know, can, you, can you pass it? You know, you would whisper to the person next to you. Say it quieter. When you're in your house, you can whisper to the person next to you. Can you please pass me the salt? Can you please pass the salt? Yeah. So it's a different relationship when you're in front of godless greatness as opposed to with your, with your chaveirim, with your friends. Now, even more so, when the person can internalize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Hashem Aleichol HaRiz Chavaydoi, 
that Gashbarak was presence is everywhere. I made the love of by myself. He's standing and watching over you. As it says in the Apostle, the person hide himself in the hidden places and now can't see him with a question mark. Of course, Hashem sees everything. Miyad, when a person can internalize this, Miyad, Yagiyah, Elif, Hayiro, turning the page, the Yiro, the fear of Hashem, and the humility, the Pachad Hashem's Baruch, will, will come inside of a person. And this is what a person has to contemplate. A person has to realize, I'm in front of Hashem at all times. We said in the Tillim, we said, he said, Shigoyin ledavra shashar la Hashem al kush ben yimini. And we said from the Chidah, Kush, we said, is Chav Vav, referring to Shaul HaMelech, because the Chidah said that Shaul HaMelech always had this concept of Shavisa Hashem Nenegi Samir. I want to suggest Chav and Vav, you take the two letters together, you put it together, you have a, a circle, a Samach, that Shaul HaMelech, he always, as we said just now in this Ramah, he always saw Hashem everywhere he turned. Shavisa Hashem Nenegi Samir. Why? Because Shaul HaMelech, when he learned this Ramah, Obviously, didn't learn the Ramah. It wasn't, it wasn't like, but when you learn this Ramah, which is from the Rambam, the Mayan of Uchim, this Yisoy that he lived with, he started it one day, and then the next day, and the next day, and he was building the spiritual muscles to to get to Madrega of, as the Chida says, Shalom Melech lived with Chav Vav Shem Havaya, Kosh Baruch Hu, the Gemara Shem Hashem is Yudkei Hashem is in front at all times. So a person has to realize, I can start doing this. I will start doing this. Of seeing Hashem in front of me at all times. We continue here with Sivkotin David. The Ramah told us <coughs> that this is the Maidos at Sadiqim of placing Hashem in front of us at all times. The Hainu, Sheitzar ben Tamid. A person should internalize how he's standing from Hashem at all times. Is everywhere. His covet, his honor is everywhere. His glory is everywhere. They bring down the name of the Ariya Kaddish. Here's the Eitzah. Right now, I'm looking at you. You look at me. And those who are listening to the Shir, they're not looking at me. <laughs> they're listening and looking to the Zephyr. When we look around, what do we see? So the Arizal is telling us that when we look around, we should try to see the letters Yud, K, Vav, K. The K is a He. But we don't want to say it out. That's Hashem's name. And we want to see the Yud underneath it has a Chirik. And the, the next letter, the He, ha, underneath it has a Shva. And the next letter, Yud, K, Vav, K, has a Komotz. And this, when a person can work on doing this and seeing this, seeing this in his eyes, in his, in his head, it builds Yerushimayim. It builds Yerushimayim. Mezeu soy shivisa Hashem nagnisami. 
And he tells us, So right away we begin the first page of Shulchan Aruch. And we are told that we are Yizgaber Kari. Just a little recap here. We are here to get up like a lion to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Because that's why we are created. And we should apply this principle of Shivisa summit at all times. And the Ramah told us in the first Ramah that we should try to make sure, of course, the Davin with points with Davin with the minion. And then in the next piece that he's going to be telling us is about, about the importance of making sure not to desecrate Hashem's name. What they would do what they would do is make a uh, write this down on cloth, uh, Hashem's name, and then unfortunately we're going to read that tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem. They would not treat it properly. It would fall out of the sitter or fall on the floor, and then and then they would um, be over in Israel having Hashem's name fall on the cloth, and sometimes they come to erase it as well. What I want to do now is a couple of things here. Let's go to the top of the page in the in the in the Biralacha, the top of the Biralacha. And we don't normally see every Biralacha, and we're not going to see every Biralacha, but over here I want to share with you some Biralachas. The first Biralacha, he tells us that three times a day there's a different Maida'ani. In the morning we say, which we didn't learn officially here yet, we say Maida'ani Lefanachim Elchaivekhayam. Okay, there's a different Maida'ani. There's a Maida'ani, and he wrote something, thank Hashem for all three different parts of the day. That you thank Hashem, Hashem brought you to the next section of the day. And in certain Sidurim, they actually bring this 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 Maida'ani down, this Yihiratsan down, and uh, it's, it's Kedai to say it. You're not obligated to say it, but it's good to say it. Nachin Mo'id Lizar says the Bir Alacha, Lay Makaidim Kol Sholish Tfilis, Haidois, Hayirotzaim of Arbi Shalmi, Parak Tchilis Hashacha. The Hainu, we're reading once again from the first Bir Alacha in the Mishra, the Hainu. Bishachas, you say, Maidani Lefanecho, Hashem Lakai, Lakela Vasai, Shoitzi Sani, that you took me out, Me'afela Loira, from, like we say on in the Haggadah, Me'afela from the dark, Loira, to the light. Afel is dark, Oira is light. So we're thanking Hashem that I was. Sleeping and Baruch Hashem, I'm alive right now. The next, Daniel Hashem same same way you Hashem merited and gave me this merit rather the schus, you gave me this opportunity to see the sun in the east. Please enable me to see it in the west. That's what he said by Mincha time. And at the night time, the same way Hashem brought the person to the evening, so you wanted, you're, you're asking Hashem, is a tefillah that you should merit, take me out from the dark into the light. Okay. Now we begin a very important, another klal godol of Abir Allah. The Ve'alacha says, One who wants to fulfill Shavisi Hashem properly. You should be careful to fulfill that which it says 
in the name of the Sefer HaChinuch. Sefer HaChinuch is one of the great Rishonim. The author is unknown. However, the Morgan of Ram says it's the it's the Ra'ah of Aaron Halevi, the Rebbe of the Ritva, the Shach in Sin Peizayin, Megin Yosin Peizayin in Yerodeya. He says that it is the Ra'ah as well. However, the Chida disagrees and he disproves it for different reasons. Either way, the Chinuch is a safer Chinuch, one of the great Rishonim, and he writes as follows: Sheish Mitzvahs chayivun tamida. There are six mitzvahs to be done on a regular basis. Lo yifseku mi'ala adam afilu rega echad kol yomav. And this person should never, never cease to fulfill these mitzvahs. You're waiting a line. You're, you're doing this. You're doing that. Try to incorporate these sheish mitzvahs tamidas in your life. The whole man, the whole rega, she actually vayen kia mitzvahs esa. And every moment the person is thinking about this mitzvah. He, 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 these six mitzvahs, he is fulfilling a mitzvah in Ketzlamat and Schara mitzvahs. It's endless. The reward that one's going to get is endless for these mitzvahs. The Elohim, what are these Sheish mitzvahs to me? This Aleph, Lahamin, Sheyesh, Lekai, Echad, Ba'ilam, Shehimsi, Kolon, Sois, Omechetzer, Ritzoy, Nehu, Komash, Hu, Achshav, Vishahoyo, Vishia, Ladiyah. Step number one, a person has to believe. That Hashem is the one who created the world, Himse Kolon Sois, and Akash Baruch Hu is past, present, and future, and He is the one who shows Shahoitzionim in Mitzrayim, and also Lano Atayra gave us the Torah, and that's what it says. It means Vezel Mitzvah Essay, Dirsiv Anoicha Shemlakecha, Shosisichom Eretz Mitzrayim, or Perushay, Teidu Vitaminu Shiyeshid Oilam Adaka, Mishkiach Shareot Sisicho, Mere Mitzrayim. Know and understand. Then Hashem is the one who took Yerim Shrayim. That's Aleph. Beis Shloinam Yeshu Melehim Zulasoi. Not to believe in any other foreign gods. That's why you say Elohim in Chulin. No other foreign gods, but rather Shneimar Loyiyel Lecho Elohim Achirim Alpanai. There should not be any foreign gods. That's Mitzvah Loisai. Right? There's a Noichesh Melekacha Loyiyel Lecho Elohim Achirim. Right, that's there's a difference we just said. Mm-hmm. If you believe Hashem is in charge and ruling over everything, Hashem gave power to run the world because uh, the, the agnostics, whatever they say, that Hashem is on vacation. Chaval uh, and even say words like that, right? Mm-hmm. The person like this believes in idolatry. Is watching over all the worlds. And there's no power, no creation, nothing can be done without Hashem in charge. We will stop here. The Mitzvah Hashem pick up from this Be'erlocha, the Mishnah tomorrow and the Be'erlocha. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.